Welcome to Call Her Creator, powered by Stan, where we help creators make money doing what they love. I'm your host, Caitlin Rhodes, and I'm here to teach you the latest Instagram tricks, the best creator tips to help you make money. I'm here to share real life stories and inspiring tips to help you break free from the nine to five so you can be nine to thrive. In today's episode, we're going to deep dive into the TikTok sensation, Alex Earl, and the effect that she has had on marketing for these huge brands, um, how she really is this powerhouse of a woman. And there's just so much we can learn from what she has done and what she has built in the last three years of her creator journey. And I can't wait to dive into that. So let's get started. So before we get into today's episode about Alex Earl, I always want to start these episodes off with an Instagram update so that you guys know what's happening over on the Instagram channel. So this week, according to social media today, there has been an update that is being tested where you can basically create a story and share it with your friend in the DMs and then then they can approve it if they want it to show up on their stories. So when I first heard about this update, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, why would I create a story for my friend's story? I don't know their people. But if we think of this as a business owner or as a creator, what we could really do with this update is there's a lot of power with it. So imagine if you are a UGC creator or an influencer and you create content for this brand and you're able to just share it over to their stories and then they can approve it to share on their stories. That's a perfect way to use this update. Or, you know, maybe you're a small business owner and you have a really happy customer or past client and you can get them to share a story about their experience with you and then send it to you and then you can you know, approve it and add it over to your own story. And that kind of just helps with like the humanization of your brand, the relatability and helping people to trust, you know, what you do and what you have to offer because they're seeing a real life person talk about it and share about it. And then you're able to share it over to your stories. So I'm excited about this update. I do hope that it gets approved for everyone. There's only a few people that they're testing it on right now. I myself do not have it. But if you go to social media today, you can learn more about this update and what they're doing with it. So let's get in to today's episode about Alex Earl and the Alex Earl effect. So I spent a lot of time on this subject over the weekend. I mean, I've I've been following Alex's journey because she's literally everywhere. Um, she is the it girl of TikTok, but really she's taking over the world at this point with her content. Um, So I dove into some YouTube interviews of her with Forbes. I went and, you know, just looked at her profile. What exactly is she posting? And from, you know, just looking at her Instagram posts and her TikTok posts, you know, I see a girl that is trying to be relatable with other women, you know, people that are struggling with day-to-day struggles. Yes, of course, you know, she's got this privilege. She's a beautiful blonde girl. Um, But besides that, I do believe that she is sharing helpful information for some of us. Um, And the way that she is, you know, relatable, the way that she's honest with her audience, I think that is what makes Alex stand out. Um, But, you know, during her interview with Forbes, that is exactly what she told him. You know, he asked her, what exactly is the Alex Earl brand? And she said, the Alex Earl brand is not being afraid to mess up and not being afraid to show up as a mess. And we all know Alex Earl is a little messy sometimes. I don't know if y'all have seen, you know, 
her her throw up dress in the closet or the roaches in college. I think those are things that, you know, us girls who are in college can probably relate to. I know that I didn't leave a throw up dress in my closet, but those are the things that makes people be like, oh my God, maybe she is a real human after all. And I think that's what helps her community connect with her even more. So Alex said specifically, a lot of creators are uncomfortable being real. So, you know, they make this perfectly curated feed. They've got the best designer photos and, you know, professional photos, designer wear, whatever it is. And they're they're just trying too hard to be this perfect person where Alex says, if you are to stray away from that, you know, share your losses, share your imperfections. That's where people tend to relate more with you. So, you know, getting at that, she she's right. Alex started sharing her journey back when she was a freshman at the University of Miami. Um, you know, this was three or four years in the making of her posting content before she blew up. And, you know, what really actually started to go viral for her was when she was sharing her struggles with acne. You know, she she was doing these videos with filters and, you know, making sure that she had the perfect background. I'm so guilty of doing this. I use filters all the time because I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. But if we think about it, you know, there are more people like us normal people than there are those beautiful, perfect celebrity people. So she really made me kind of stop and think like, wow, maybe I do need to start being a little more honest with my followers, you know, don't care if my makeup's done perfectly, who cares if my hair's up, even today, like my hair is up in a ponytail and I was like, ah, should I record today? But this is, this is what people want. They want the regular real you. You don't have to be perfectly packaged up. They want raw and authentic and real. So the thing with Alex is that she said, you know, the golden nugget here in the beginning, I'm going to give you all a ton of golden nuggets during this episode. But this first golden nugget is she started sharing her acne struggles. She saw they were performing well. And then she felt, you know, she did feel super uncomfortable when she first started sharing these. She even said in the interview that she had texted her friends and was like, hey, should I delete this? And they kind of encouraged her like, no, girl, keep it up. Um, and, and what happened is it started performing really well. So of course, she was like, okay, maybe the people really do want to see the real me. So this is something that I've done as well is I will post content and then I'll go back and kind of see how it performs, which is what Alex did. She posted, she went kind of out of her comfort zone, which is step number one in being a creator is you always got to step out of your comfort zone. But she stepped out of her comfort zone of this perfect, you know, facade that she was trying to do on there. And she was just her real self and she showed her real struggles and it performed really well. It started getting traction and she was like, you know what? I'm going to lean harder into this topic because that's what the people want. And this is another, you know, big step in your creator journey is that you need to always be looking at the analytics of what you post, what is performing well, what is resonating with your audience, and then go harder into that topic. This is one of the number one suggestions that I make to people when they request a profile audit from me is that I will go through like their reels or their posts and I'll look at what is the top performing post and I'll say, hey, your audience is here telling you that this is exactly what they want to see from you. The comments went off, the shares went off, the engagement was high. Keep leaning into that certain subject. And that is exactly what Alex did and what she continues to do. So she said in the interview, you know, she had tried a bunch of different things. And that's another thing about the creator journey is that you will try everything in the book. 
and see what sticks. It's like throwing spaghetti at the wall. What's going to stick? And so with Alex, she was doing these get ready with me videos. She was, you know, showing struggles with being a college student and working. But what resonated was her struggles. And so she leaned in harder to that. So she found her niche. And that was another big tip from her uh, when the Forbes interviewer, you know, was asking questions like, what is your biggest tip for other creators out there? And she said that you need to find your niche and you need to lean into it and stick to it. And that is one of the biggest tips that I have for people as well. So, so far in her three year social media career, yes, it's only been three years. Um, You know, let me let me back up a little bit. It's only been three years. Three years can actually feel like a lifetime when you are a creator. I know that I've been on my creator journey for two and a half years, and I I tend to look at other creators who maybe are just getting started or maybe they've been doing it for a while, but I tend to compare myself with them, you know, and be like, I should be further than I'm at right now. But it's not always the case. If you can just stick with it and persevere, be an Alex Earl. She stuck with it for three years before something really ended up going off for her. And now she's making millions of dollars and dating a football player. So things went well for her. So in her three-year career so far, she's been able to partner with brands like Revolve, um, Rare Beauty, Tarte, Too Faced, Pretty Little Thing. The list goes on with all these brand partnerships. And that's kind of where she's making the money right now. He did ask her, you know, where's your biggest source of income coming from? And obviously it is those big partnerships with those big brands. Um, But Alex did say, you know, she was not an overnight success. It took consistency. It took time. And, you know, one thing that she said that really resonated with me, too, is make sure that you actually are passionate about what you're posting about because you are going to post about it a lot. And that's what Alex does. She posts, you know, every time she's getting ready, you see a getting ready with me video. Um, She's trying on clothes. She's trying on products. And it's just day to day life stuff that she likes to do. And I 100 percent back her up with this, you know. As a social media coach, I actually love what I do. I'm so passionate about it. Um, Sometimes my husband's like, you're always on your phone working. And I'm like, it's because I love it. I love what I do. On Sunday, you know, I'll be bored and I'll get over on Instagram and kind of see what's trending. How can I use it? And it brings me joy. So you want to pick a niche that actually means something to you, you are passionate about it because then you will never work a day in your life. You will just be doing what you're passionate about. So back to Alex, you know, another golden nugget that she talked about is that her lives were getting really good views and engagement over like just her regular post. So she saw that. One thing that I will say about Alex is she is very smart and she looked into her analytics. Um, She was a marketing major at the University of Miami. So she was taking, you know, all of this knowledge that she was learning at school about analytics and digital marketing, and she was actually using it to her advantage. So Alex said that, you know, she was posting, this was before anything went off. She was posting consistently and they were doing okay, but you know, she wasn't any sensation. Um, But she did notice that her TikTok lives were performing way better than her posts. She was getting really good engagement, higher views. So what she did there was she started doing those lives and then she would save them and then she would cut those lives up or just use them raw and repost them as a TikTok video or an Instagram reel. So this is another lesson that we can learn from Alex is that she looked at her analytics. She was very, you know, interested in what was working and what was not. And then she would lean in harder to it. So that is something that you guys can learn as a creator is repurpose 
what is working. Now, um, before I get into that, talking about repurposing, a lot of people don't exactly understand what repurposing content is, and there's just so many ways to repurpose content. So a couple couple things I want to talk about here. One, you can always take a very long form video, cut it up into several different videos. Say you have a one minute video, you could break that up into three like 30 second videos or 20 second videos can't do math over here. Um, so that's one way to repurpose. Another way is maybe you posted this reel on Instagram and it performed really well and it's been about six months. Go ahead and take that video, go over to instasave.net, put the link to that video in there and re-download the video. And then you're going to go back to Instagram and re-upload it with a new you know, music in the background. Maybe you'll do a voiceover this time, but you're using that same content. You're just kind of sharing it in a different way. And that tends to work really, really well. Another thing, you know, while we're talking about repurposing is I saw a girl on Instagram reels this weekend. She had posted a video and it went viral and I saw her repost it again, like the next day, which I personally would not repost something the very next day because I think that we need to put our audience first before virality. Is your audience going to want to see the same video the next day? Probably not. Um, But I noticed she started doing that over and over again. And every single video on the trending audio page was hers. She just she kept reposting that content and it was performing really well. Now, I will say, you know, one time she reposted the same exact video weird. But then the other videos, she was doing the same video, but with a different hook. So I believe that's smart. I think it works. Obviously it works. I was looking at the numbers. Um, But that's the thing about your content is that you need to watch the numbers. And, you know, Alex said in her interview that she actually loves the analytical side of everything. Um, She said that she was taking a class in college and they were teaching about these analytics. So, you know, she kind of had a one up on people who don't learn about this stuff she was able to actually use like strategy when it came to her videos because she was looking at the analytics. Now, analytics that I believe you should look out for, and we'll talk about what Alex says to look at. um, I think that when you are looking at your analytics, there's a couple things you can look at. One is your reach. How many people is this video reaching? Because if it's reaching loads of people, that means it's performing well and the algorithm is serving it to more and more people. Engagement is obviously a very good analytic to look at as well. Um, it's It will definitely measure your success if it's working or not because engagement means that people are commenting, liking, sharing, sending it to their friends in the DMs. Engagement obviously is like the be all of everything. You want really good engagement because what have I told you guys? When you get good engagement, the algorithm continues to serve it to more and more people So you're probably growing your followership there too when you have good engagement. And then there's another really cool tool um, on Instagram. You now, if you look at your notifications, this has been happening for a while now, probably a couple months, um, but I can actually see so-and-so followed you from this reel and it will show me which reel performed really well so I can tell like, wow, this reel and this specific reel is bringing me all these new followers where they didn't use to share this information. You can also, if you go into your professional dashboard on Instagram, there are so many metrics that you can look at, um, but you can click on a certain post, you know, maybe it's a reel, maybe it's a carousel, maybe it's a static image, and it will tell you how many people came to that 
piece of content from your hashtags, how many people followed you from it, uh, what your engagement rate was like, all of those things. So I do encourage you if you don't know anything about, you know, analytics and your professional dashboard, this is something that you should work on this week. Figure out, you know, how are you going to measure your own success? Is it going to be from your views? Is it going to be from your engagement? Is it going to be from your following? Is it all of the above? Whatever it is, you know, make sure you're checking on those on a monthly basis. Some people do it on a weekly basis. Uh, for myself, for my agency, we do it on a, every 30 days so that we can kind of see what's working, what's not working, and then go the next 30 days kind of putting that into action. So another really great question that they talked about with Alex was how does she decide what to post and when to post? And I really liked her answer because I can relate to it. Alex does not batch create anything. She does stuff on the fly. Now, this is obviously going to be different if you are a business owner um, versus a creator, because obviously us creators, we have time to do stuff on the fly, but a business owner probably doesn't have, you know, all this time to create. So batch creating is okay for you. Don't feel like if you do batch creation, it's a bad idea because it's not. It will save you a lot of time. But, you know, if you do have time, if you're a full-time creator, if you have a dedicated social media manager, then there should be times when you are creating stuff on the fly because there's always like, you know, trends that you could jump on. There's always stuff in the news that's going on that you can jump on. So little things like that. Alex did say that her best content has been content that she didn't plan. And I can definitely relate to that. Typically when I post videos that are on the fly, my hair's dirty, I don't look that great. Those are the ones that tend to go viral versus me being all like, you know, curated and pretty and having my makeup done. So just know that you don't have to be perfect to post. Alex did say that one of her best measures for posting, like what she looks for before she posts, is what time of day it is. So Alex is very, you know, cognitive of what time is my target audience going to be on their phones. And I've told you guys this in recent episodes. You want to kind of use your brain here. Obviously, like when is your current audience going to be online? This is why it's so important to know who you're talking to, because if you're talking to stay at home moms, you'll know that they're on their phone probably, you know, more often during the day versus someone who's working a nine to five. So definitely keep your audience in mind when you do post and make sure you post at a good time. You don't want to post like at 3 a.m. in the morning because obviously people are probably sleeping then. Um, so she said she kind of does like early in the morning, maybe midday or in the evening. And that's kind of when I post as well. Another thing that Alex looks at before she posts is what's trending. So she will go on the For You page for TikTok. She will get on Instagram, you know, and go to the Explore page and she'll kind of see what's trending, trending audio. Um, if she keeps seeing a same, you know, trend keep popping up on TikTok, she's going to try to do it herself, but with her own flair, which I tell you guys to do all the time. Um, she also says that she is very big on engagement. So this is probably one of the biggest things that people forget to do is they forget to engage back with their audience. So they'll get all these comments and then they'll just stay silent. And that's not that's not how social media works. So Alex says that she's always looking at her comments. She's always replying. She gets DMs. She'll try to reply to those. If she gets a really good comment, obviously she's going to reply back to that with maybe a video. I know that there is a feature, I'm, 
I'm sure this is a feature on TikTok too. Actually, I've seen it on TikTok too. But with Instagram Reels, if you get like a really good comment and you don't want to just comment back by typing, you can always share that comment and reply as a reel. So what will happen is you'll you'll press reply and it'll say something like reply as reel. And so what will happen is it will pull you over to the reels functionality and then it will pull up that comment. And then so your hook kind of will be whatever that comment is and then you can talk. So that's a really good um, tip there is to listen to your audience, engage with them and make content from their comments. Um, You know, a big the biggest golden nugget I got from her interviews was that she picks her niche and she sticks with it. She doesn't really, you know, try to go outside of what she's known for because it's it's already proven that these people like what she's talking about. So she's just going to keep adding on to it. Um, So, you know, believe in yourself, know that success is not going to happen overnight and make sure that you like what you're posting. So it's not a job. It's more of a passion project. Alex's most recent venture is going to be her podcast, Hot Mess. Uh, What she did there is she basically leaned into longer form content after she was posting all this short form content, because when you start nurturing this community, they want to hear more from you. So obviously, like I'm trying to do the same thing. I've got these Instagram reels, but there's only so much you can see in these videos. So if there is a way for you to nurture your audience even more with maybe a podcast, a YouTube channel, maybe you're adding in Instagram lives or TikTok lives, you need to jump on that opportunity to nurture your customers or your audience because those are the people that are going to buy from you. Those are the people that are going to refer you to other listeners, to other audiences, to other followers. So making sure that you are nurturing the audience that you have is key to success. I also want to note in here, um, Alex agreed to, because I've thought this as well, What she says is she kind of perfected a channel, which was TikTok, and then she started spreading herself out more with like Instagram, you know, YouTube, her podcast, all that good stuff. So a piece of advice I want you guys to know is you do not have to be everywhere to make this work for you as a creator. You can kind of lean into something that works well. Maybe you're leaning in really hard to Instagram reels. And then once you perfect that channel, then you can go, you know, share that over to YouTube short, share that over to TikTok, share it over to Facebook, whatever it is that works for you, start repurposing that content. And I've kind of done the same. I don't really, I don't really play over in TikTok. I actually deleted the app. Um, a couple of weeks ago because it's just not my focus. My focus is Instagram, but I am repurposing my reels over to YouTube shorts and it's actually working really well. Um, so I made sure that I kind of perfected the Instagram algorithm and then Darby, my assistant, has started sharing those reels over to YouTube. They're working really well and we're slowly starting to build our channel up over there from repurposing this content. We've also started repurposing the content over on Pinterest to drive traffic to our website or back to my Instagram profile. Um, And then we have a Facebook group and a Facebook page where we share content over there as well. So repurposing is very, very big uh, within my strategy and obviously with Alex's as well. So I've got five actionable tips that we can learn from Alex Earl and the effect that she's had on businesses and, you know, just going viral everywhere. So I want to walk through those with you guys and teach you something that you can kind of take away today and put it into action after this episode. So the first one we have is play to your strengths. 
when Alex first started posting on TikTok, she really didn't know what was going to resonate with her audience. So she tried a bunch of different things. She did, you know, the TikTok dances. She did the trends. But she quickly learned that that just wasn't for her. So she started to be true to herself and just do these videos of day-to-day life. You know, she's really big on the get ready with me videos. Um, She was sharing like behind the scenes of college and partying and, you know, fashion and all this stuff. And she learned that those videos were performing better than her trying to stay with the trends. So she leaned into that. She played on her strengths, which were behind the scenes, you know, day to day content that worked for her. So she leaned in harder to it. So play to your strengths. That is what will help you be more successful with your content. The next thing that Alex talks about is that she never stops learning and evolving. And, you know, she started posting this content and it was doing okay, but she really started to kind of look at other creators to see what was working for them. And then she played that into, you know, the evolution of her own brand. If she, you know, this is something I read in a book this weekend too, is that you always have to be learning. You always have to be learning and doing this book that I'm reading. It's called Millionaire Habits. It says that you should be going to four seminars a year that are based around your industry so that you can keep learning and keep evolving in your industry so that you're the expert. So, you know, Alex says it, this book says it, we need to never stop evolving, never stop learning and keep making better content because there's so much information out there. There's no reason to stay stale or stagnant. You need to keep evolving with the times. So Alex does that and obviously millionaires do that as well. The next tip that Alex gives us is that she wants you to be original. And I can test to this too. You know, she says that she does get some inspiration from trending audio sounds or trends that she's seeing on TikTok or Instagram. But at the end of the day, she says that she wants to put her own spin on trends. She doesn't follow the rules. She makes her own. And I believe that everyone should follow that. You know, I know that the algorithm is there promoting all of these trends, but as the audience, we don't want to see the same thing over and over again. So take the opportunity with these trends, take that music, but put your own flair to it, put your own emphasis on it, share your personality. There was, um, there was a trend going on a couple months ago, actually it was probably a year ago. And it was like the banging on the wall trend and people were banging on the wall. And then the other side of the wall was like something a win in your, in your journey or something or your business. What I did, because I like to be funny, I want to share my personality. I want to be, you know, I want humor on my page. I was kind of like booty popping on the wall. And that reel went viral because it wasn't just me banging on the wall like everyone else. I was doing my own thing to it. I was being funny. I was sharing my personality. And so that's what you need to do too. You need to lean into these trends, but you need to make them your own. Don't conform to what everyone else is doing. Be you, be authentic. Which, you know, brings me into the next tip with Alex, which is keep it real. And Alex does keep it pretty real. She's pretty authentic. Now, I know, you know, now of days she's going to these celebrity events, she's on red carpets, and that's not as relatable (laughs) to, you know, the little people like us, but she's still sharing what's happening. She's not, you know, fluffing it up or making it fake or anything. She's literally showing you like her getting into her Uber or her standing there and seeing celebrities walk by. She's sharing real behind the scenes, day to day stuff with us 
She's not overproducing anything. She's still being real and true to herself and authentic. And I think that is key as a creator is that we always need to be authentic and keep it real with ourselves. You have to remember when Alex was first starting off in her journey, she was, you know, a student in college. She was sharing her struggles about acne. She was talking about, you know, things with school, whatever was going on with school. So she was sharing stuff that all of us could relate to. And I do believe that relatability is really huge in the social media world. Um, This is something I've already been, you know, I've been talking about this this whole episode, but just not being that perfectly curated person, but just showing your struggles and your losses. I think that helps you relate more to your audience than trying to be perfect and act like everything is just dandy and rainbows and butterflies. This is actually a mistake I see happening with a lot of influencers is that they'll start to be real and authentic and, you know, share their losses or their struggles. But then if you watch them kind of their their profile grows, they start wearing these designer clothes and everything just starts to be more curated. They can't post a picture unless it's a beautiful background and a perfect outfit. I mean, there are some people that are intrigued by those kind of posts because we all kind of want that. But at the end of the day, if I saw Alex in sweatpants, you know, telling us how she didn't get this big opportunity that she thought she was going to get, I would relate to her more versus she's at the red carpet in this beautiful glam dress, all glammed up. You know, I win, win, win everything. Yeah, like cool, but that's probably going to make me feel bad about myself and not help me be really relatable to her. So share your struggles, share your losses, be real with your audience. The last tip that I have from Alex, which is a pretty actionable tip that I tell everybody that I work with is that you need to stay consistent with it. Obviously, you know, her journey was over three years before she made it big. And again, we all think that it's going to be overnight success. We all get down when we're when we're not seeing our profiles growing, but you need to stay consistent with it. And, you know, Alex has learned what content resonates with her audience. So she is consistent with it. She's always got to get ready with me video going out, whether it's in the morning or the evening. She's got her lives going out. She is consistent. And if you want, you know, the algorithm to learn who you are and what your posting habits are, and you want the algorithm to deliver your content to more people, you need to be consistent. So if you're just getting started with your creator journey, I do believe that at a minimum, you need to be posting three times a week. But if you can handle posting daily, I think that's probably going to be like more of a faster uh, way for you to grow. There's also people out there that are posting multiple times a day. Um, There's a girl that I follow on Instagram. She's almost at half a million followers and she shared her posting schedule. And, um, you know, she said, I don't think that you need to post so many times a day or a week, but she was on a sprint to get as many followers as possible. So she had that goal in her mind. So with that, she was posting multiple times a day. She was posting three times a day. I think now she's kind of slowed it down because she has so many followers, but she made it a point to tell us like, hey, I did not get here by posting one or two times a week. I got here because I was posting consistently during the day over and over again, getting in front of more people as, as often as I could. With consistency, that also means engagement too. That means stories. So make sure that you are checking your DMs and you're replying to people 
If you don't have the time to do that, hire a VA, hire a social media agency, or maybe even look into mini chat or some DM automation that will help you answer those questions uh, from your customers. I also encourage you to get on stories often and show your face. Those also don't have to be perfectly curated graphic designs from Canva. They can just be you talking about your day to day, maybe share a win, share a loss. I will say I share wins all the time in there because obviously I'm excited and I want people to know what's going on in my life. But when I do share my losses, those tend to get more views and engagement because people are kind of like, hey, you know, I've I've had a struggle too, or I can relate to this. Keep going. I'm here for you. Those just kind of resonate more with your audience. Um, and then, you know, the comments, make sure you're commenting back to people, liking the comment, reply back with a question so that then they reply back to you with another question, get that conversation going. The algorithm obviously is going to like that engagement and continue to share your content to more and more people. One last thing that Alex said, which I believe that could be an actual step for you as well, is that when she shares content, whether it's on stories or um, TikTok lives or maybe just her her reels or her TikToks, she looks into the camera and she talks like she's talking to you. And I know as the audience, that probably feels really good when you feel like someone is actually talking directly to you. So that is something that we should all work on is when we are, you know, recording this content and talking to our followers, our audience, we need to act like it's them talking to us. This even helps with like your hooks or your captions instead of being like, hey guys, it needs to be more something like, hey you, I see you, I know your struggles, you're talking to this one person and not everybody. Because when you try to talk to everybody, you end up talking to nobody. So make sure that you are being very genuine with how you're talking to your audience. All right, that's the end of this episode. I really wanna know what you guys thought about this episode and if there's any other, you know, TikTok sensations or Instagram creators out there that you kind of want me to break down and see how they, what their strategies like, how they're doing it all, send me a DM over on Instagram at callhercreator and I will take in, you know, your your questions, your answers and and work them into future episodes for us so that we can really dig into the creator journey and learn from the experts. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to Call Her Creator. Please like you know this post wherever you're hearing it from, wherever you're listening from. Leave me a five-star review and share it with a friend, share it with a colleague, share it with another creator, and let's help more people make money doing stuff that they're actually passionate about it. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you on our next episode of Call Her Creator. I'm Caitlin Rhodes, and I'm out.